So, Mark. Yeah. It's kind of a slow time of year, as we talked about before. Um, not many movies playing that you want to go see. This is, like we said, kind of the dead zone of the year in terms of new releases. Right. January, February, you don't count on things coming out that you want to see. Nothing good anyways. So it's a little slow. It's when we, you know, we try to go see things, try to keep it topical, try to attach our discussions to things coming out. We don't really have anything. So I had a new idea, a new idea this week, a way to maybe spend an episode, mix things up, a new format. What do you think about that? Lay it on me. Okay. So you know our local theater. The Benton Harbor Celebration Cinema. Yep. You're very familiar. Yes. You go way back. Way, way back. (laughs) Way, way back. Now, they're not known for having the best options in terms of, you know, the weekend's listings. They're not getting the... I mean, sometimes they get the obscure art movie, but very rarely. Very rarely. It would have to really kind of percolate in the, the you know, across the country for it to arrive. Five prints of Avatar 2. They're getting, yes, <laughs> they're filling the theaters with the big, dumb movie of the week. Easy. You haven't seen it yet. I'm just saying it could be, I'm just saying it as a typical practice. Yeah. Anyway, here's my idea for a new format. We take a wheel and we put all the different movies that are being played at our local theater on the wheel and we spin the wheel <laughs> and we have to go see whatever movie comes up and then we come back here and talk about it that's an episode <laughs> hold on okay the first question yeah is you said a wheel like what do you mean like a big clicky wheel i actually have a small one right here i'm going to put it out on the table here we go so you've thought through this i've got a wheel and you'll notice there's some names on the wheel so you've I pulled already up celebration cinemas yes i pulled up <laughs> i pulled up celebration cinemas listings and these are the movies. I ruled a couple okay. out. I'll explain why. I'm these looking at titles I don't necessarily recognize. <laughs> no, I didn't either. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I put them on the wheel. All right. And we're going to spin this wheel. And whatever right. it lands on, we go see right now. We go see it. We come back. And that's and it. And we talk about it. Yeah. But so why is this a good idea? This is a great <laughs> idea. Because we can't talk about anything new. It's sort of, you know, we're, we're gearing up for the Oscar season. That's going to okay. be. And we don't want to, you know, we want to. I think it'll be fun, I guess, is the short Okay, answer. so first question is, on the squeal, are there going to be movies like that we've already seen? Um, no, I ruled out movies, except for one. I left I left Avatar The Way of Water on because... <laughs> I would go see that again. I think and you, you would be, still see You that. would be happy if it landed on it. I don't think I would be happy if it landed <laughs> on it, but I left that one on. But other ones, because uh, The Fablemans is playing locally now. Right, You've I've already seen, seen it. I haven't seen it. So I took that one off because I didn't feel like okay. you wanted to double dip there necessarily. Gotcha. And um, The Whale is playing, which I know you okay. want to see, but I've already seen it. So I left that one off. Okay. But all the others besides Avatar are movies I'm pretty sure neither of us has seen. Let me run through Please the do. Options. Okay. So we have Avatar, The Way of Water. Okay. So, which and again, seen. I have seen, but I'm desperate for Dave to see this. Yeah, for no for, I, for no good reason. I, I wasn't even crazy about it. <laughs> nor do I think it's good. I pray to God it doesn't land on Avatar: The Way of Water. So the other okay. options are A Man Called Otto. Have you seen the trailers for this? I'm this at least aware Tom Hanks. Tom is in Hanks that. is in it. I and think it's based on a book, but they changed the name from. It used to be The Man Called right. Ovid Ova. Uh, I don't oh, know what it used to oh, be. Right, it was a book. Yeah. There is a, a book. They changed a the famous name. book. Anytime, I'll be honest, when I see, I've seen like that poster yeah. and images and I just think grumpy old men. <laughs> that kind of is the vibe. Yeah. Okay. Um, plane. You know anything about Plane? <laughs> I know nothing about Plane. I think Gerard Butler's in it. Yeah. That's, that's all I got. I 
when you say that, I just picture him on a poster, like holding a gun. <laughs> Maybe the worst title of a movie I've ever heard. Plane, 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 plane. like airplane. Um, Megan, okay. except the E is a three. Like Eminem. Explain that. Is this an Eminem? You spell his name with like the reverse E. Oh, Eminem, the artist. Oh, oh yeah, sorry. I, th- I thought you were talking <laughs> about Candy. I was, no, I was no, sorry. Slim Megan. Shady. I should have been clear. Yeah, yeah thank you. Marshall Mathers. The, oh, uh, yes. Megan, I think this is like a sci-fi. I don't know if it's a horror movie. It's like sci-fi. There's a doll. There's like a, it's, it looks kind of like uh, a child's play Chucky thing, except it, futuristic. You probably hate it. I haven't seen, I'm aware of it, and I've heard a couple of my students say it, and it, um, like, it looks a little creepy. That's all yeah. I know. Yeah, that's what I've got too. Okay. And then there's- I would not- be interested in seeing Megan, the, uh, if I was honest. The Whitney you. Houston movie, I Want to Dance with Somebody. I, I heard about this a long time ago, but yeah. I never... I'm, it can I fell say off this real radar. quick about yeah. these music biop yeah. pictures? Is, uh, I'm okay with them. I, I obviously, I admit it, I liked Elvis, you not so much. That's right. But I feel like there's so many, there's like an overload of them. Yeah. Like I can't keep up. Yeah. I wanted to see Bohemian Rhapsody. I never did. Rocket Man? Did you see nope. Rocket Man? I wanted to see both of those, but it seemed like every year here's someone who's doing the amazing. Even with Elvis, I, if it wasn't Elvis, I don't. I wouldn't have made the play for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, and, and then the Houston? last one is Missing, which I don't know anything about. Zero. That's that one what is, is just a name to me. I don't even know what it is. So I those are the six movies I have on the wheel. Someone's missing. Avatar two, A two. We like to A2. call it. A man called Otto. Plane, Megan. I want to dance with somebody and Missing. Now I'm going to spin this wheel. In the wheel, the wheel controls all. Whatever the wheel lands on. We just go see. We just go see. And I've already committed you to this. I haven't even asked you if this is okay. I've made the wheel. Well, you We're pitched it to the me. Wheel. I'm pitching like you Like you wanted wheel. my feedback. We're, no, no, no. But I, then you committed was, us to it. It was a ruse. We're I, gonna, <laughs> this is the new format. Not No, no, new format. Just This is a new. <laughs> okay, I won't commit <laughs> us to it long term. But this right. is Don't a new worry. bonus format. All right. That is so going to take over the episode. This it's not is a top not a side by side. No, it's a hot take, the hottest of takes. We're going to go see the a movie hottest of takes. randomly chosen okay. based on the wheel. So the wheel, um, the wheel is our boss yeah. tonight. I'm look just so for the folks at home. I'm looking at a digital wheel that Dave is holding with all of these movie titles, and so you're about to spin this. Thing. I'm about to spin it. Okay. What do you before I spin it? What do you want okay. it to land on? What's what's your preference? What's your what would be the best I, case scenario? I for would you? say actually. And what would be the worst case? Scenario? I would be rooting for a movie, the only movie I've seen on there, which I didn't really love, and that's Avatar Two, because I really want you to see it, and <laughs> and then at least I would like to see it in three D at least, and then that would be something new. Okay. Um, that's the best have, case scenario. Uh, worst case probably would be Megan, just because it could be scary. I don't know, man. I really. Tom Hanks. I, I like Tom Hanks so much, but that movie just doesn't look good. And I, I, have, I have no idea about Missing, Plane, eh, and what's the other one? The Whitney Houston I want to dance with somebody, yeah. I mean, I, I guess I would be okay with the Whitney Houston thing, but... I think best case scenario um, for me might be Megan, because I think that might be kind of creepy. And, you know, because horror movies, the bar right. is a little lower, I feel like. As long as it's a little creepy, as long as yeah. it's an interesting premise, you can have some fun, even if it's not great. I, I think worst case scenario for me, I really don't. Avatar would be a long night, uh, so I don't. I'm not in, into well, that true. so much. Okay, yeah. But I think playing like that, okay. how could that be good? It sounds right. like the dumbest. And then thing. we would see them go see the movie and then come back and talk about it. That's right. Yeah, the people will love it. Okay. All right. So you're gonna spin. This I'm gonna spin slide. the wheel. Okay. Whatever it lands on, uh, buckle up. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. 
We're not going to backtrack on this. No, whatever. We trust the wheel. The wheel is uh, the wheel is all. The, the wheel, wheel is knows. all. Okay. I do like a good wheel spin. We are the I like the, of the drama wheel. of the wheel spin. Oh, so. get okay, ready. I'm going to be quiet because I want everyone to hear this spin. And uh, here we go. All right, here we go. Welcome to the Thin Red Vine. This is Mark. This is Dave. We're back from... <laughs> we are back. Plane. We did it. <laughs> we saw... Plane. Plane. Um, I didn't know anything about this movie. Zero. Um, I, and I, uh, it, it was... Soon as we, soon as it hit plane on your little wheel thingy, I was tempted to look hey, at... I don't, I don't appreciate you mocking the wheel. I put I actually, a lot of time into the wheel. <laughs> that's true. Um... It looked. It did look very nice. So, Thank um, you. I wanted to look at Rotten Tomatoes. I wanted to watch. I don't. I haven't even. Yeah, seen we the didn't trailer. look up anything. I I, I made knew, you stop. You were about. I to. knew nothing. So, um, I don't. I didn't see a trailer I'm not either. Even, I didn't know anything. And this is. Uh, yeah, we we saw this thing together, and then uh, and we rode in the car together. And on the way back, I was almost tempted to start talking about it with Dave, and he put the brakes on it. Yep. And yes. waiting till this exact moment. So we honestly do not know how one another feels about yeah, this we movie. bottled it up it's all <laughs> we, pent up inside it is so how do we can we can you tell the folks like what's just what is, is this, this a, movie about and we're and we're yeah i guess that's a fair place to start i think it's also fair to say neither of us would have seen this movie if not for the wheel so we can thank the wheel for that <laughs> can we <laughs> we wouldn't have, we'll wait till you we get to the end of this it. episode <laughs> okay if i like the uh, it was very freeing because i i don't like making decisions it is in general. fun to let someone else decide right and then you just and I, I was a little concerned we would have played that game of like, eh, respin or, you know, you, why are you even doing it then? Just go with it. Yep. And that's what we did. Trust the wheel. The wheel knows. The wheel knows what's best for us, I think. That's that's what we've learned. You should put other things on there for your life. <laughs> just, just go to work, stay home. Yeah. <laughs> I like your wheel impression. It's very pigeon-like. So that was very here's the premise of here's the premise of the wheel, the wheel. Oh, not the wheel. I'm, sorry, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking of plane. Not we've explained the wheel today. Wheel would have been a better title the than plane. Plane, the plane wheel. Plane is is still a bad title. But here's the premise of plane. Um, Gerard Butler is Captain Brody Torrance. What a great name! Don't laugh at the name. It's a good name. No, it's not a good name. <laughs> he's Captain Brody Torrance, and he's he's uh, flying out of Singapore to. Yeah. Tokyo and then to Hawaii and it's sure. a New Year's Eve flight correct uh, we learned all this in the first 90 seconds it's a New yep. Year's Eve flight and he's it's kind of like a graveyard shift flight it's overnight um, there's like nobody on the plane it's like it's like 10 or 12 people sure yeah and but it's a full-size like important passenger yeah, and they introduced right at the beginning that a fugitive is going to also be on this flight, right. Captain. They introduce FYI. a lot of potential conflicts right out yeah. of the gate. So, right, someone comes into the cockpit right at the beginning and says, oh, you got some weather coming up. You're going to have to navigate around that. He's like, got it. And then they, the <laughs> FBI comes up and knocks on the door, like, we got to put this fugitive off the plane. He's like, understood. And they put him in the back of the plane. You think everything will be okay? Thumbs up. That's the beginning of the movie. So that's the premise. Right. You're, kind of, you're on a plane. It's a ragtag right. group of people, lots of open space right. in the plane. 
And are we so spoiling away here? I think so because no at one this, should, we at this point, if you listen to the beginning, you know what we're going to talk about. If you right. if you planned on seeing Plane, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> but if you planned on seeing it, then pause. Uh, then pause. Go see it. Come back. We're gonna we're okay. gonna just have that yeah, plane. Gonna, here. We gotta so have at it to plane, do this justice. Uh, the plane takes off. Again, we're just in the first couple of minutes of the movie. Yep. Um, he meets the co-pilot. There's sort of normal introductions. A lot of good plane stuff. If you're a plane person, there's right. a lot of good plane material. So are we are we talking through the whole movie right now? Well, I'm just doing this is the premise. I'm, I need to get to like what I think the main conflict. So okay. they take off in the plane. They fly through a horrible storm. Can I say one thing, though? Incredible turbulence. Yeah, I sure. thought the main thing was going to all take place in the plane. Me too. At this point in the movie, I'm thinking this is the whole movie. Right. This is, I mean, the, the movie's the, called the, Plane. As soon as they, I thought it's going to be this weather issue. And yeah. then I thought. Kind of like a perfect storm kind of movie. This uh, convict right. is he is going to hijack yeah. the plane. Yeah. In, I was getting ready for fact, that. In fact, I was kind of excited for that. That kind of locked room drama yep. where it's like. I was thinking the same thing. It's a thing. small space. Even you got a I, dozen people on the plane. You got a known murder in the back yep. you got the power going out that is not what happened it's like this is this is gonna be a, a nice little one room stage play air force almost. one love air force See, one. so do i um man we should have done a plane air force one oh, side by side hey, missed we opportunity still we still can. we're gonna talk it to death here man. plane every time but they get through this big storm the storm kind of knocks them out of the air um Literally, and then they crash land on an on an island in the Philippines. Yeah, and that's really when the movie. Now that's we're talking like fifteen minutes into the movie, yeah, maybe twenty. Everything happens very quickly. Maybe twenty, and that's and that's really the new situation. Right, and it turns out the place is not very friendly to uh, visitors. No, um, it's kind of off the grid in terms of like rescue or yeah. support, and it turns into more of an action movie at that point. Right where Gerard has to kind of rescue and lead his passengers to safety. Right. That's that's so that's plain. That's plain. That's so, plain. Right. Other people in the movie besides Gerard Butler, you got um Mike Coulter who I recognize I from that. Luke Cage. He's the he is Luke Cage in the Netflix okay. Marvel series Luke he, Cage. Yes. But otherwise a couple character actors, some bit players that you may recognize. Yeah, one guy did, but I couldn't tell his name. Um so. you recognize someone from Tombstone. Yeah. Shout out to Tombstone Matt. The uh the uh, the airline executive guy is one of the bandit henchmen in Tombstone. He's also been in other things. He's from he's in The Wire. He's in season 2 of The okay. Wire. So he's he's a recognizable kind of all thug right. kind of guy. He plays that character okay. in a lot of movies. So all right, let's t- what did you think of Plane? That's <laughs> what people want to know. Here's the deal. I, this is a better movie than I thought it was going to be. Now it's not a great movie. But it's not. It wasn't like hot it's garbage. It's watchable. Yeah, it was very watchable. <laughs> I was I was surprisingly into it. Wow. Like when, especially in that opening turbulence section, I'm like, man, I'm on the edge of my seat, stressed out about this flight. <laughs> I know. I hate. I'm very Someone nervous. Like- the stewardess like slams up against the top of the plane. I'm like, oh my this is, god! This is rated R, so oh, like yeah. they don't they don't restrict themselves or restrain themselves with yeah. any of the violence or, a, or there's no like camera tricks to hide the bloody no the bloody moments in a they bizarre show way. Yeah. I felt like because it with the R rating, they're kind of like this might actually be what would happen yeah. in this horrible situation. Uh, to the point, I had a couple audible gasps of like <laughs> i couldn't believe some of the violent bloody violent things i witnessed yeah. in this movie that i just hadn't seen that i wasn't like 
Deadpool ready for, where you're like, right. oh, I'm supposed to laugh at that. Right. The sword going through him. This is right, like, right. oh my gosh, I can't believe that just happened. Yeah, someone's throat's just getting cut or something, and yeah. it just happens. Right? Yeah. There's no buildup. There's yeah. no like. So if you uh, know that. If you're if you do go to see it, it is which yeah. it was really interesting. That was Intense. maybe my one of my big overall impressions. I can get back to reasons that I liked it, but was that that hard R rating and just kind of embracing that? I wonder if that's what made it. I mean, I don't know anything about playing as we just we didn't look anything up. I don't know about no. how it's doing. I don't know if it's considered a no success idea. or a failure. Maybe everyone's seeing playing across by the, the time country, we get to the end of this. Maybe this I'll look big, it up this for is a people. Big movie, but. I would imagine the hard R rating maybe hurts it in some ways in terms of viewership because right. it seems like the kind of movie that could have been PG-13 if right. you just made a couple different choices or just cut away right. at a few parts because it's not it's not like so over-the-top gory that that stuff is necessary to the movie. Right. It's like you could have made it PG-13, taken out a word here or there, right. taken out a bloody splatter here Where or there, is, and um, it would have been PG-13. So right. that was an interesting that the, it feels like that who it's, is Gerard Butler appealing to these days? <laughs> his career is, where is, where is his he career in the is very interesting to me. You, uh, here's what I know about Gerard Butler, real quick, because it feels like this is a Gerard Butler film for sure. And I have a um, question about that too. Three Hundred is a movie I saw, and I remember him yep. in, and I feel like that's where he came into. That's what, like 2005, something like wife. that. Yeah, um, yeah. Some also, Phantom around. of the Opera was early on there too for him. He was the Phantom. He was. Oh, he, he was. was it was Phantom. a big role. Yeah. Was, was, this is like. And uh, he sang. He did the whole. He's a. He's a song and dance. What's band. her? Uh, Goodwill Hunting. Was she in that? Minnie Driver. Am I no, no. It was Anne. Is Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Phantom of the she, Opera. Phantom of the Opera. I thought Anne Hathaway was in Les Mis. You know, I could be wrong about that. <laughs> <laughs> someone, someone's the sure? fact. Get the fact checker. The phone is burnt, ringing off the hook with the fact checkers. The fact checkers. I, gotta see, I don't know if uh, I didn't see Les Mis. I probably got those mixed up. Okay, but he that was, was Russell Crowe. He was. was in I know Russell Crowe is not Gerard <laughs> and you, Butler. Jackman. I'm just saying Gerard Butler was the Phantom of the Opera. I know now, Gerard that much Butler for sure. won an Oscar for Gladiator. Just kidding. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no. Okay, you no, fact no. checking? I'm looking up Phantom of the Opera. Okay. But the point is he's he Maybe switched he to action movie. He okay. did the rom-com thing for a bit. He had he was like the there's this is it the time traveler's wife something. He's he did he did like a movie with Jennifer Aniston, okay. I think. He did the rom-com thing for a while and right. then he he's I, done like hard R action movies. Uh, right. I remember well, in college I remember this movie called The Preacher or something. Sure, I don't know. Like it was some action movie. Yeah. I saw a few minutes of Law Abiding Citizen like that's ten, 10 years ago. Of, yeah. I think that was also a hard R action okay. movie. So that's what I, that, similar, that, that's the movies I'm thinking of. Like, I guess he is the next Vin Diesel, if you will, in terms of like he's gonna be in this big action movie. Everyone's gonna go see it. Um, the guy who does who's the guy that plays uh, Transporter? Who's that? Dude? Who's that dude? Uh, Jason Statham. Yeah, yeah. I thought that, that, love the transport. Wasn't he kind of on that same kind of level a little bit? No, like John Claude no, no, Van Damme no, back in the two, day. Those are two different tracks because Jason are. Statham yeah. is on the like I don't even have speaking lines. I just kick butt track. Like okay. that's a whole track of actors. Okay. Jared Butler was like a leading man and like romantic opposite and and I do remember action. him in some Jennifer Aniston movie. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. Um, but we're getting we're Emmy okay. Emmy Rossum is in Phantom. Okay, Obi-Wan. all right. Okay, <laughs> you're right that I did mix up. Okay, okay. I did mix up. With but Gerard is in Les Mis. It. But yes, Gerard Butler. Is <laughs> okay, in we it. just want to no doubt about that. Um, all right, so let's snap back to this. Movie. I took plane. us out of a plane. 
You're um, saying you liked it more. I liked than it more because I, I just assumed I'm like, this is going to be garbage. The name is stupid, plain. Like, what a thoughtless name. And I still feel that way. That, what yeah. a dumb name for a movie. This movie would be twice as good in, in people's eyes if it just had a creative name. Right. The name of the plane, you said, plane. whatever that was. Yeah, name Trailblazer. Pl- Trailblazer 119, whatever yep. the name of the plane is. Just name it something with some character right and now you have like a right. good generic action movie that will find its way right. to cable and people will watch it on the weekends and be perfectly right. happy with it but you just call it plane now i'll give them like this. a joke the plane is key the plane <laughs> they milk the plane for all it's worth there's a lot of plane footage to the of point plane. of <laughs> did they need the middle of the movie <laughs> they wrote they wrote it back into the end after, okay after you got away from it yeah. so um, things I liked about it. Yes. Things I liked about Plane. Yeah. The, it was cinematography wise more interesting than I expected. There's a lot of handheld shots. Oh yeah. And some in in this kind of born identity Paul Greengrass way where yeah. it's like kind of like a lot of shaky footage, yeah. but it feels very it gives a physicality to what's happening and it's very close and it kind of heightens the tension in a lot of the stressful moments. There's one fight scene sort of a third of the way into the movie. It's like really the first fight scene. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. It hasn't been an action movie up to that point. Um, And it's a long take. It's one long take, and the camera is like, it's like somebody has an iPhone like right next to them. And I felt like at some point they dropped it. Maybe you know, but did you just see that one really bizarre angle? Yeah, where they like, kind of hovered over vertical? their hovered over their yeah. heads. Yeah. yeah. So there's some creative. It feels kind of like like rough and tumble camera work going on that I was I was I found interesting. I yeah. was like, well, this could have been made in a very generic looking way, using a lot of standard moves. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this feels like, you know, maybe they know this otherwise is going to be a generic movie, so they're being a little creative with right. how it's put together. And right. I, that caught my attention. I thought that and was um, to piggyback on what you're saying, too, like with the, with the fight scene, too, but um, one of the things I liked about this film, because I'm kind of with Dave, I'm tracking with Dave a little bit. Again, we haven't discussed it till now. Um, so I, I thought I was absolutely going to hate this movie because I knew nothing. I didn't want to see it at all. Um, and, but I didn't know anything about it. And so I was thinking they're just going to be on this plane. I thought it was going to be like we said, oh, I guess this escape con, this convict's going to get out of his handcuffs and cause trouble yeah. and he's going to So, you know, even though I sort of was like getting ready for that and like, okay, I can maybe get behind that. That's not what it was at all. And you're thrown into this jungle and everything became really intense again. Yeah. Like. And I was, I said this to Dave right after the movie, this movie, it's not that long. It's probably hour and 45, I yep, guess. Something like that. But it feels like 15 minutes. It like yeah. flies by. It moves. Because you get your initial setup. Oh, this guy has a daughter. He wants to see her. Oh, bad weather. Oh, boom. Plane's going down. Oh, we're crashed in the jungle. Oh, he's going to try to get help. Nope. Guy's trying to kill him. Oop, slit throat. Oop. <laughs> I'm like, what is going on? Like, I can't handle it. It was nerve-wracking. It is one thing after another. And yeah, the camera stuff does kind of heighten some of those yeah. moments. Um, it's is, intense. Is the camera stuff like, I don't, I guess thinking about what I was just saying, and of course these are all hot takes, so we're oh, kind of editing as we go. So but like, hot. As I think about it, the camera stuff, while it is really interesting in some moments and it's kind of experimental, like there's a, there's a very short moment of like a first-person view at one point, like when the... Uh, when the uh, like rescue squad lands and they're getting their tactical gear on, the the movie switches into first person from like the GoPro oh, view right, yeah. of one of oh, the right, one yeah, of yeah. the gunman guys, 
And um, that was, int- I was like, oh, is there going to be like this first person view element to like these scenes coming up? And then there kind of wasn't. It was just that one well, little. Well, then it pulled back because that was kind of the view of the people. Yeah, it back established, in the lab. right. They used it to establish the people who are watching on their satellite feed or whatever. But like, same with that long fight sequence. Now that I think about it, that was the only long, cool handheld fight sequence. Right. I don't think that kept happening. So there's just no. moments of little experiments or trying some right. new things. And that while that's fun, I don't want to make it sound like there was some kind of overarching guerrilla camera work no. philosophy here. It just seemed like they were willing to experiment, right. you know, apparently aware that they had room to experiment. And I will say, as long as we're spoiling away, I think... I found a rather pleasant surprise was the escaped convict who you're just waiting to do the bad thing. Yes. He, uh, and you're, you're really going along with that. And at some point, uh, like right after the plane kind of crashes or crash lands or whatever. And <clears throat> Gerard's getting his bearings or whatever. He decides he saw some building. He's going to go check out to see if he can radio for help. And he takes the escaped convict with him, takes off his handcuffs, and you're like, well, that was stupid. And you're right. like, okay, here it goes. This guy's going to turn on him. He's going to do something. Um, and no, in fact, he kind of ends up helping Gerard Butler get these people uh, who have become later on hostages out of this place as best they can, but still staying pretty true to his character and what his character would probably want and do. Uh, specifically thinking about a moment where it seems like um, two of these, uh, what would you say, like henchmen? <laughs> like, sure, yeah. Are uh, kind of rummaging through their supplies and Gerard Butler and uh, Luke Cage. I can't remember what Mike, Mike, <laughs> Mike Coulter, Coulter is his name. Sneaks up on him and... I don't know his name in the movie. I I'm like, oh, they're going to keep one of these guys hostage. They're going to do the right thing. But in reality, they probably needed to kill both these guys. And that's what they do. You know, you're like, that's where I feel like this movie, like, that's probably a little more realistic of like, if, yeah. if you, your life is on the line in this unthinkable, horrific situation. And now right. you, it's either, if you kill, let these guys go, they're going to, they're going to yeah. go tell their buddies and they're going to come right. get you. And exactly. You'll be outnumbered. And so, and right. So in this, even though you get these dumb lines at times, Oh, I got a list. (laughs) I jotted some down. Okay, I was wondering what you were doing on your phone (laughs) because I thought, that's not really proper movie etiquette, Dave. No, no, no. I didn't know Dave was typing away, so I can't wait to hear these, but there were some bad lines. So maybe that's a good segue, Dave. What do you got for bad lines? I got... um, Starting with the title. Well, I wrote down... (laughs) The one I wrote down is not a bad line for the movie. It's one of your lines. You (laughs) leaned over to me right at the beginning. (laughs) Gerard Butler, he had like had half a dozen lines. He just started talking. He was like talking on the phone at the beginning and he leaned over to me and you said is that his real voice <laughs> and i laughed and i wrote it down i didn't know i guess so you he, didn't know that gerard butler is a scottish fellow right. i'm like that's a bold choice <laughs> he was doing his natural okay. accent <laughs> so i wrote that down that he needs a little work on that accent there's a line so here's <laughs> here's something i guess i can use to talk about things that it, there are some of the bad dumb tropes in this movie like I mean, the whole premise is like a plane has been lost at sea, basically. And then the airline and presumably like the United States, you got to think, is like trying to track down this missing plane or whoever, whoever, right. whoever owns, you know, whoever's responsible, all these Americans and other international yeah. travels are on board. But rather than treat it, what I must think is like in a more realistic way with like government involvement and all this other stuff, it's just like this weird 
like the airline has a little war room where they have like eight executives sitting in a dark room with computer screens and people. It's like it's a dumb it's a dumb set. It's a dumb, it's like I understand that for plot expediency, it lets Correct. you put a bunch of people in one room and it yeah. gives you a place to cut away to when you need updates on the rescue operation. Right. But yep. you got, realistically, yeah. it, it felt so it felt so cheesy when the stuff with the plane <laughs> and being trapped on the island felt really grounded and like, oh man, this is a right. real right tight situation tell me you have this line down Uh um it's the one about like whatever your new year's eve plans are cancel them yeah they cut away they cut away to this at one point and because right as i said at the beginning it is new year's eve and they hire this like over the contractor guy to come in and kind of take over the rescue because he has connections with these these like hired guns and he's going to go rescue He's like the, the guy. He's like the Michael Clayton weird, guy that comes weird, in there. Yeah, he's like a fixer of some yeah, kind. Yeah, the fixer. Um, but yeah, at one point he says, if you have plans for New Year's Eve, I just canceled them. And then they, <laughs> then they start doing the thing. It's, and it then, was uh, so bad, it was not bad. There was, um, you know, of course, you have lines like, this happened toward the end. They uh, Gerard Butler's like finally on the phone with the war room, with like sure. the rescue operation. Yeah, it and, is the war room. And they call in and they're like, okay, we got to get you out of there. And then he says like, We've got another plan. You're not gonna like it, right? Like this line, you totally you can call from a mile away. Right? Yeah. Like it's like totally unnecessary. Like just tell them the plan. Why yeah. do you have to pre? You have to like prime them for the plan. Yeah. There's another really funny line where, and it seemed totally unnecessary. Where um, they're like he's they've sort of a midpoint in the movie. They've kind of rescued the hostages from this little holding room cell they were in and they load them up on this little like shuttle bus to get them back to the plane. We've got to go back to the plane. The movie's, oh, yeah. the movie's called plane plane. <laughs> got to get more plane in the back. Going back to the plane, Going back to the plane, which has been downed and presumably, right. but is, it was hinted at that his co-pilot was able to restore some yeah, kind of he, power. He chose the red wire, the blue wire, something down under something and he fixed that the plane. Was crucial. <laughs> they got hit by lightning. That's right. He so fixed it. it's possible. We'll, we'll roll with it. Um, and so they, they get everyone into the shuttle. And then um, this kind of younger guy who's a hostage, he's probably in his 20s, maybe. He's like, he gets behind the driver's seat. He gets behind the driver's yeah. seat. And then Gerard Butler looks him like dead in the eye. So this line is delivered seriously. He's yeah. like, can you drive this thing? And first of all, I don't know much about buses, but is it complicated? Like, is it, do you, is it like, I don't know. And when I'm talking about a coach bus, I'm talking right. about like a church shuttle bus. Yeah. Like it holds, Seems it holds like it would work 16 like a car. people probably. Right. right. Like, like I don't, a big van, you know, do you have to, maybe, maybe it's a, I right. can't and imagine this character, it's manual. I barely remembered was on the plane. <laughs> no, this is like the nephew of the director yeah. or something. I don't know. Um, probably not. He, he reminded like me that. of that actor who did the, like the on maybe it was in like entourage or that he had like uh he was the aquaman character whoever that actor is he look kind of looked like him a little bit <laughs> so, so he says can you drive this thing and this kid straight face yeah. looks gerard bartley says i can drive anything <laughs> it's like what and he's not, that was like his first line in the movie it's like this is not this is not like a I can drive. You know, some kind of right. weird vehicle. This is right. not Keep- a character that we've heard speak at all. Right. This is not someone we care about. I wasn't worried about someone being able to drive the bus. I right. don't need a dramatic line right. revealing that it's it's going to be right. okay. So keep in mind, on this bus also <laughs> are Gerard Butler at this point, who, who could have probably driven this thing, yep. although he's going to later sacrifice himself. Right, and he's a former British uh, like army pilot, the Correct. RAF. They he established he's, he he's mil- he has got military experience from anyone. Mike and Coulter's character also has military experience. Correct. He's in the French Foreign Legion. That's why he's kicking and so much butt. there's the other pilot. 
Oh, the, co-pilot. The, other, the co-pilot's also on the bus. Do you think he could drive it? I, I assume. And he there's a, all these other military guys now. He fixed like a jumbo jet with his bare hands. I the, assume he can this drive other, the bus. All the other helpful military people show yeah. up. I'm guessing any one of those guys could have <laughs> driven this thing. And it's like they give but the keys to like they could drive this Keith thing. Ledger and 10 Things I Hate About You. They could that's, drive, what I was, that's what I thought. Like, they could drive this thing, but could they drive anything? That's, <laughs> that's true. That's the question. I it's such a bizarre anything. line. It's like, why? Well, well who is this I for? feel like it's I'm so going to I'm going to go on the record saying that anything. whoever this kid is, this goofball. Yeah. Um, had more scenes and lines maybe in this movie that ended up on the cutting room floor. I'm oh. wondering if there was a moment that they didn't have in about he's on the plane and he was maybe making a joke or some banter about what he does as a driver or something. There had to be something to then keep that line, but they couldn't cut that because they had to, (laughs) I like this case you're making. (laughs) I don't know. I'm trying to help this. (laughs) I need to figure out who that is though. Um, Another thing I I was thinking while we were watching it and because you're referring to like Mike Coulter's character, he's a, big guy and he's like really intimidating he's also very handsome like he's a big hand like he looks yeah. kind of like he could be a leading man i'm not gonna argue with and that and i started Derek. thinking <laughs> i started thinking in the middle of the movie he's because huge. he's the one that's kind of doing everything right like gerard right. butler's there and he's like the face of the plane he's the captain he is he's the ostensible everyone looks leader every everyone's looking to him but he's not really and he's like he's brave like he's definitely but he's not as trained. making decisions and he's doing things but Mike Coulter's he's calling all the shots he's killing all the bad guys yeah. he's like the terminator and yeah and Gerard Butler is just like the lead actor with some name and face recognition and to the point where i started thinking like why isn't like the Mike Coulter character like the lead in this like you could make this whole movie just kind of like a rambo style True. like this one guy is like a surprise right. killing machine he's going to save all the hostages but it turned into this more like they've a weird relationship and it just felt like it, it was interesting to me that that character the, the duties were split in the way that they were. Cause you could imagine you could write this movie where Gerard Butler has ex military experience and he's the pilot of the commercial jet right. and it goes down and then he saves the people and it's a one man show. Like why, but they've added this element where you have this fugitive who turns out to also be ex right. military. And then he, as a buddy, you know, army thing, they're like kicking butt even though the one guy is doing a lot more of the butt kicking right. it does <laughs> from my perspective. Add, it does add some underlining tension because, yeah, because you're waiting you're, you're for nervous, the convict to escape. You're nervous and afraid about he's what he might do. He's going to do something. And you also, it takes you down that path of like, he's the bad guy. Yeah. I, and, but initially, I'm with you. Initially, right. that's what I, where I thought the movie was going. Right. But I, to me, pretty early on, it was clear to me he's not going to hurt any of these people. Like, I felt that pretty soon. I was like, he's. Well, he's when he not, splits he's in the woods. Yeah. Or the jungle or whatever. I wasn't quite I sure. I didn't believe that he would hurt anybody. And I wasn't also sure that at some point he wasn't going to have to pull a switcheroo to get. Like, I need this plane. I'm going home. Like, I, that wouldn't have, you know, or something like pulls a gun to Gerard's head right. and says, we're getting out of here. You know, like, yeah. or, I, but they didn't go that route. So I get what you're saying. But it puts him, 
all the decisions they made put them in an awkward position at the end because we get to the end. They've rescued the hostages. They get right. back to the plane. The new plan, the plan that the guy says the people back home aren't yeah. going to like, is we get the plane running again and we take off. We crash landed it here, but we're going to get it up in the air again. We're going to get the people out of this hell yep. hell hole and get them to like a safer place. Yep. That's the plan. And um, so they're all, they get everybody back in the plane. They're taking off again. And this is when the Mike Coulter character, he he kind of nods to Gerard Butler and says like, you know, I can't get back on that right, plane. He'll go to jail. Right. Because he was on his way to, he was getting extradited or something right. for murder. And he was, gonna, but like th- we've established that this Island that we're on is like a death trap. Like you can't just freely be on this Island. You can't hide out here for the rest of your life. No, right. But so, I like his chances. <laughs> he's killed a lot of people at this point in the movie. There's no question, but and it's he like, found a stack of cash. It puts you in the situation where like, because they established him as a man on the run, and that's kind of what you've been expecting him to do the whole movie, like they have to see that through at the end when it's like logistically, it makes more sense for him to get on the plane probably and just go home and face a jury of his peers. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> right? so don't you think like that makes more sense for his life? Possibly, but I, I'm guessing he's thinking like if I'm looking at life in prison or whatever he's looking at. Yeah. Then I'll take my chances here. It also frees you up to keep someone not on the plane and root for them because you like him. At you this do point like in this movie. Yeah. But you also then need him not to get on that plane because you don't want him to go to jail. You want him to run away and be free, and you need him to shoot the other guy so they can fly away. <laughs> I mean, that did turn out he, to be helpful. He, he serves that purpose. But I'm saying it almost like they made. It him couldn't do- have been Gerard that stayed back and helped him fly away because he has to see his daughter. You do a Bruce Willis style. You stay up on the asteroid and you're the one who blows it up and you you die hero. because you know what's coming, Dave. P2. (laughs) Plane 2. P2, judgment planes. (laughs) Judgment planes, yeah. And I think we're just going to, everyone is going to hear our podcast and they're going to go, why not just let Luke Cage run wild in the jungle? (laughs) And, And they're going to then follow him but there needs to be a plane in plane two. No, plane two. Car. Boat. <laughs> boat. boat. <laughs> Car. <laughs> It'll be a series like plane, boat. boat. Yeah, yeah it's all. a trilogy. And then you can get the uh, vehicle box yeah. set. And the then end. Steve Martin shows up. There was the movie Ambulance a couple of years ago by Mr. Michael Bay. Did you see that? I did not, but I remember that. I remembered it going to see this because it was right. like ambulance, plane. You did see it. No, no. I'm just oh. saying I remembered the idea of it existing because uh, it's like a movie where the vehicle is the right. title. <laughs> it's oh. like, what a dumb idea. Ambulance, plane. Right? Is yeah. this what we're doing now? I, I'll get I mean, Bicycle. ambulance is a little better. Segway. Right. Just name the name. Plane. The I just, plane. I feel like whoever wrote this script put plane on the t- as a, as a, as a placeholder. As a placeholder. <laughs> And it just and some stood executive there. was like, you know, and what everyone's I like? like, "Are you making plane? Are we are we filming plane?" And they said, that it, "Plane movie? They you mean said plane?" It, they said it yeah. so many times it became real. Yeah, plane. Why don't we just call it plane? Like Jaws, call it plane. There are other little quirks to the movie that I I found funny. Like one is we laughed funny in about a good this. way. No, it's just like kind of showing its seams a little bit. Like okay. I think we giggled toward the end where <laughs> they're they're loading up on the plane. They got all the hostages back on the plane. And then, right, there's this squad of, like, gunmen, like, hired hired right. soldiers that have dropped in to save yeah. the uh, people. And so there's, like, four or five of them. It's hard to tell how right. many. 
And so they're, they're shooting at the like militants, yeah. the local militants who are Intense. trying to capture the hostages back. So this big Bullets gunfight, flying big gunfight. People. And as we've, as we've explained, the whole plan is the best plan between Gerard Butler's brain and the war room back home is we're going to take off in the broken plane. <laughs> right. And Correct. then they're sitting there defending the plane. They're like, we got to get the people on the plane. They're loading right. it up. And then the militants are coming in a couple cars, and they're getting this big shootout as they get people on the plane. And as the shootout proceeds, the, um, the camera loves showing all these militants getting blown to pieces. <laughs> yeah, this, To the yeah. point where you're like, are there any left? Like, did, <laughs> did we get them all? I think they could have just stood <laughs> their ground right. and killed everyone. That's what I mean. Like, the plan to take off in the plane started to seem absurd because it's like, you're, you've beat all the bad guys. Like, right. there's, there's only, like, one left. It's been right. two minutes, and you gunned them all down. Right. And, and so there's moments where it, like... It, it's like, well, this is an action movie. We want to show some cool action. So yeah. they have this guy, one of the um, sort of military contractor guys, like good guys, um, has like this 50 caliber sniper rifle and he's laying on the ground oh, somewhere. Yeah. And the movie makes a meal out of showing him <laughs> blow like four or five people oh, away. Oh, man. And it's like, you know, they show him get people in his sights and... Um, you know, if you don't, if you, you know, you don't know much about guns, like the 50 cal, it's like a, it's really big. The bullets are really big. Like it's it made to, blows you back. it's made to like go through things right. to get to people, or, right. you know, destroy vehicles and things. It's, it's a big, heavy gun. And so anyway, he's shooting individual people with it and they're going flying, right? It's like yeah. getting hit with the elephant gun. They're yeah. flying back. I, yeah. If we would have had a crowd, he's people would have been cheering. Him, he's shooting them through trucks, through yeah. cars. It's a spectacle. And they show him take out like. Like they've they've shown us that there's like eight guys and he takes out like four of them with this big and it's like well, so that's like or I'm, if I'm keeping count right, right. like we're not this, <laughs> they're not showing any of the good guys go down right. they're only showing <laughs> the one leader kind of holds on and so they kind of make up for it because after the plane takes off they show all these cars come in like oh right. they would have gotten swarmed if they had been on the ground right. any longer but not at the right time maybe but yeah some of the timing it sort of feels a little after the fact like how could the people have understood the threat in advance and known that they only had this anyway there's just some funny as okay. much as much as i like it as much fun as it was as much as better as much as it was a better movie than i expected to be it is still a little it's a little loose it's still it's like it's still a little clunky clunky forgettable action movie i think at the end of the right. day but better and more interesting than i gave it credit you know based on its own title so for what sure. are we telling the people are we telling them that we just ruined plane for them we ruined it well we told them to jump ship but i feel like jump plane jump plane <laughs> but i feel like they would have the now that you've heard this podcast and in a bizarre way we've sort of been talking about this movie with enthusiasm that I did not foresee and I'm I don't like what what do we have, we don't really grade movies on the show or whatever no. but what are we hanging on this like are you hanging like a B on it I'm hanging here's I'm not going to give it a number or letter but I'll give it this if the question is how do I how do I think you should enjoy this movie I don't think you should go buy a movie ticket I don't think you should like pay to rent it at home but I think if it's a it's a lazy Sunday, Sunday, and you're scrolling through your cable channels because you're stuck at your parents' house or something for the weekend, and you see playing on on the Direct TV, and it's like already halfway through. <laughs> Throw it on, 
it's not that bad. Okay. That's what I'm saying. All right. That's about what it deserves. Okay. But it's not like don't see it. It's yeah. not like don't watch it. It's, it's not. It's, it's not complete. It's not to... a complete skip. But right. it's. But it's um, like I wouldn't go out of my way. But it's better than you would. You probably would think. Yeah, I guess if you go, you're going to the movie theater and. You don't know what you want to see. You just want to go see a movie. You cue up the wheel. You <laughs> get a digital wheel. You put some options on it, and you roll the dice. You give it a spin. That's what we're saying. The real review is, how do you feel about the wheel as a format? Do you like the wheel? Now that you've experienced a little bit of the wheel, you've tasted the I'm wheel. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. Do you like the wheel? You love I, it, do I like the wheel, but I feel like it's a little too powerful. Yeah, we have to keep it. We have to keep it behind lock and key. We don't want to. We can't. The wheel can't just take over every episode. But no, I we I couldn't keep while, up with this pace. To, every once in a while, I have to let the wheel out. We'll see. We'll see what it. Gives I like us. when. So this would have worked two ways. If there would have been a bunch of movies we wanted to see yeah. and couldn't decide, I can see the wheel coming in. Yeah. But when it's a bunch of movies we had no intentions of ever going to see. <laughs> I think that's the magic of the wheel. It's a little magical. Be, and only because, like like I said, like when you just give over to the wheel and its power, <laughs> you will just, you gonna just start gotta a, go. We're going to start a new religion here the, right? of the wheel. Well, we'll I be, feel like maybe more decisions. like Even like the, the movies, wheel. like, you know, ba- back to like our first episode of like the greatest movies. And you... Like so many times I'm sitting there scrolling away and I can't, I won't pick one. I should just have, this is what streaming services should do. They should have built-in wheels. Netflix has this feature now. They do? Yeah. You just hit like, I'm feeling lucky and it just starts playing something. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, so are it's, we, is this our idea or is this Netflix? Is this yeah, where you got this idea? This, this is our idea. No, no, no. This is totally separate. Coincidence. <laughs> little little case of parallel thought. The executives <laughs> at Netflix and me, a a part-time podcast co-host. Okay, we had the so, same idea. So are, I don't know about this Netflix feature. So do you get to pick the ones you want on the wheel? No, there's no wheel. There's just a button <laughs> that says, like, play me something. And, and it and just, do they just it look just, at anything in your queue or stuff like that? I don't know. I assume, it's, I assume it's based on things they think are good for you, but that's it. You know, okay. like things that based on your watch history. So Okay. Um. Well, thanks for playing the wheel. The wheel's been yeah. fun. We'll bring it, it'll, 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 it'll make an appearance again. Let's see what the numbers do. <laughs> we'll see if I'm a little like nervous if we put plane in the title. <laughs> Is that going to attract or deter people? Yeah, we'll see. Um, the other thing that happened this week, though, that I know yes. you're itching to at least drop a comment or two about yeah. is the Oscar nominations came out on Tuesday. Any thoughts as we start taking a closer look at the right. ballot? And we're not going to dedicate a, yeah, we're a not chunk do of picks. time here. Um, Dave's very nervous. We're just going to turn into an Oscar show and that will <laughs> never happen. I'm, um, I'm, I love the Oscars. I love award shows. I'm, um, I've already made some locks picks that I just think are going to happen. You're locked. You're like a, right. I'm not going to waver. Uh, so a lot of things were confirmed just real quick, but I think of the noms that rolled out that things that were to be expected. Um, and, I, why even bother with the nominations? I feel like Brendan Fraser for The Whale yep. is nominated. It's locked. Is Austin Butler hip, nipping at his heels? Probably. Okay. Uh, I think uh, Ki Hu Kwan. I haven't seen that movie, uh, but... You got to see it. I got to see it. You'll like it. He, he is a sure bet. If you Just fill your ballot out. Check him right now. Um, 
and Kate Blanchett. So th- those are the ones that I knew they were going to get nominated. Those are the front runners. You also locked in Pinocchio as best animated oh, re- recently. Before that, but those were all before even saw this. Yeah, before I even knew who would be nominated. So any interesting surprises for you or things you see that yeah. you didn't recognize the one, or didn't? We kicked this conversation around just a little bit on our um, on our way to go see Plane. <laughs> But um, <laughs> never thought you'd so, say that, did you? <laughs> right. So there's, ten, I don't know. First of all, for years and years, they only did five Best Picture nominees, which is basically what they do for all oh, the categories. I didn't realize we got the full 10 this time. Yeah. They don't always do the full 10. Sometimes no, they'll just do eight. Last year and this year, they committed to 10. Oh, I didn't know. They that. just said we're going to have 10 because they would say we can nominate up to 10 and it would always be like eight or nine or something stupid. Gotcha. So um the two that got on that some people weren't sure would one is both of them i haven't seen one is uh women talking um but that isn't as maybe as surprising as this other movie which has some key nominations and that is triangle of sadness yeah as i look across the ballot that pops up a few more times right and the most interesting place it pops up and i can't imagine anyone like on these websites like if you've ever heard of gold derby uh, these are folks that spend a bunch of time trying to predict what will be nominated, and now they're going to put on what they predict will win. Uh, all the folks I kind of follow on social media and on uh, online and stuff um, did not mention Triangle of Sadness in maybe it kind of came up for best a best picture possibility, but certainly not as best director, and that got the fifth slot. The other four, uh, Martin McDonough, the Daniels for, you know, Spielberg and Todd Field for Tar, if you're following along with what's going on in the Oscar world. But Triangle of Sadness, that was a big, like, oh, my gosh, stood out. So Interesting. What about yeah. you? Anything that you're like, whoa, I didn't see that coming? Or No, just some, just for me, this always lands as a list of things that kind of, it kind of draws my movies from 2022 that I haven't seen that I should see into focus. Not not that like because the Oscar is nominated that means it's better than movies that weren't nominated. I, I I you know I'm not I'm not so suggestible as that. But at least it helps me. You know if I see something nominated across the board, it kind of you know puts a little puts a little fire under me to to prioritize seeing that just so that I can feel a little more involved. Whoa. in in the show so like seeing tar in a in a couple places i'm like yeah you know i probably wasn't you know as director actress picture screenplay it's like that's that's in a lot of major categories i probably i wasn't that cinematography also I, I wasn't that like excited about getting a hold of that but i'm like you know what probably shouldn't see tar so that's the feeling i have about a few movies is like okay. it kind of brings things into focus Does, for me. let me ask because this is the question so speaking of movies that are popping up in several different categories, one of them is Avatar The Way of Water. Are you going to go see it? It's up for production design, uh, visual effects, picture. Um, uh, is it up for other things? Here's the costume, thing. Here's maybe. the thing. Here's, here's my argument. No, and you might, not believe, you might not believe me. Digital costume. But my argument is I did see the first Avatar, and I can imagine what Avatar 2 looks like. Yeah, you can. I can, you know, I've have I seen it? No. Do I know the exact story? No. Do I know all the characters? No. But I can imagine what that's all about. But if I think about Tar, for example, or um, this triangle of sadness, you know, that that looks interesting that I see it across the board here. Like I can't tell you much about those movies. I couldn't like describe the cinematography to you. I couldn't talk to you about like 
the screenplay at all. I can I can predict more or less what the Avatar Way of Water screenplay is like. You know, like I haven't seen it, but it's I have yeah. an idea. I've indirectly pitched I a have, great side I, by I, side I, with I, Avatar Two. I'm not going to say it. I have, I have an idea. So this doesn't get me. I don't feel like this pushes me closer okay. to crossing the Avatar Two line. What, what, what because nomination like would Avatar I don't Two need to be informed have to have about it. received for to push you over the line? Would it have if it would have? If it was the only would, if it was the only movie nominated for best picture then I'd probably go see it oh, <laughs> but like, wow. but like okay. I don't I don't feel well, like well I feel like we should try to see all 10 bef- between now and Oscars I think that's re- that's reasonable you know okay. depending on yeah um, some of them are on here, Netflix I'll tell you one thing that is it's come up recently and uh, and it's available to all of us that have Netflix and that's to see this movie that's probably the front runner um, for best international feature film and that is All Quiet on the Western Front yeah. So this uh, movie, um, based on the uh, novel, um, and I think it has been made before as a film. Um, yeah. But it is getting like I thought it was going to land in best director, but it is in several categories, and as including best picture, uh, and the fact that it's also nominated for best uh, international feature film. So. You could have a parasite situation. Uh, correct. You could have that. And I would say the only, as I look at best international feature film, now that's a category a lot of folks don't have a handle on. And I don't have that big of a handle other than when I look at the noms, the only other movie I've heard talked about as a possible spoiler there, because uh, maybe someone thinks, oh, everyone's going to pick All Quiet on the Western Front, is another movie with quiet in the title, and that's The Quiet Girl. I've heard... It's really good, hmm. and um, I'm actually that's going to cause me some hesitation when it, when we actually. Ooh, I like that. That's ballot. my chance to to pick chance. up a point from you. So I don't think any huge uh, snubs, but I, and I don't think it's a done deal. What will win Best Picture? No, again, not at everything, all. everywhere, all at once is in like all the major categories. But that's not, that doesn't seen, always play out. That you know, just because you're true. nominated everywhere, that doesn't that doesn't always lead true, in that true. direction. We've right. seen that happen for sure. Um, yeah, because I think that, Fableman's, Top Gun, Banshees even, I think those four movies, and now you throw in All Quiet on the Western Front, or maybe that these are possibilities. So, yeah, right. we're just we're just glancing at this. We didn't want to do, like, a whole show. We can't break down every category. And go- and Lord knows we have very little to say on these uh, the categories that tend to make or break a ballot. And that's all of the short categories. Best right. animated short. Haven't heard of any of them. Best live action. Uh, no idea. I will be doing research. And, and and maybe we should just put them on the wheel. <laughs> what do you think about that? <laughs> Not to go see, but just to make our pick. You know? I don't. I don't know about that. Make the thing, I gotta. I gotta beat you here. We gotta, okay. This is too competitive to let the wheel decide. That but is maybe, true. Maybe we could do a whole ballot where the wheel decides all of them, okay. and that can be a like a test ballot yeah. to see if so, the um, randomness of the wheel. All right. So is this is what I'm going to guarantee the folks at home. And so the Oscars are Sunday, March 12th. Um, so we definitely have some time to still see a lot of movies. Yep, I'm going to make a push in. to see a lot of these best picture noms for sure. Uh, Triangle of Sadness is pushed to the top of my list to try to find that yes. and rent it and watch it. Um, but I will say, so we, we have our episodes out on Fridays. So whatever that is, March 10th, right, um, is probably, uh, I would say, when, uh, you know, before you go to your Oscar party, if you're like us, uh, Dave and I will reveal uh, 
our picks on the 10th. Um, yeah. And that's, uh, that's what we'll go with. And so if you're looking for some added Oscar insight, and we've, you know, Dave was, was hyping us up pretty good. We're generally within a two, and we'll be pretty honest if there is a category. We really is just a crapshoot, as yeah. some of these will be. Um, I'm really looking forward to that episode. Yep. And coming to the table and, uh, and locking in those ballots. Locking it in. I think we'll probably have some matches, but there's always yeah, usually a, usually we some, match. You on know, like when I now as I'm like looking at best song, I'm like, gosh, I don't know at all. Like, <laughs> um, perfect. Any of those could win. So perfect. Anyway, so uh, I think the wheel will resurface. We have an Oscar picks episode down the road. Um, but uh, anything else to share with the folks at home? Just one word plane (laughs) enough said yep catch you later